Welcome to the Pipeline All and Gas podcast with me, Julian Walker. I'm pleased to welcome Mirko Rubius, Managing Director and Partner at Boston Consulting Group for today's podcast, in which we'll be looking at the issue of sustainability in the chemicals industry. We will touch on the overall importance of sustainability in the chemical sector, looking at issues such as decarbonisation, climate change and the circular economy. Thanks for joining me, Marco. Thank you, Julian. It's a pleasure to be with you here. Great. Um, Before we just jump into today's discussion, could you just say a few words about yourself for our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, I'm a lead chemical and petrochemical topic for Boston Consulting Group in the the Middle East. And uh, I advise chemical companies worldwide and in the region now for for many years. And uh, I collaborate with a lot of institutions and industry associations on... uh, on these topics. Super, that's great to hear. Now, let's uh, dive into today's topic about sustainability. Um, When we talk about sustainability in the chemicals industry, there are sort of two key topics um, that a lot of people talk about, and both dimensions are vital for the sector itself. Obviously, one of them is climate change and decarbonisation, and the circular economy. And um, we'll touch on both of these in this podcast. Um, But why don't we start off with... um, climate change topic which is you know really relevant to the energy uh, industry um and what, what what's your viewpoints on how um energy players are working towards um decarbonization in the context of climate change no indeed julian this is a uh, exactly these two these two items are uh, are crucial and if you want to a different a bit how energy companies uh mm-hmm. deal with that right or at least uh, the relevance of the two topics um Climate change and therefore decarbonization is a is a key topic. As for energy company, I would say for energy company, this is the the one biggest biggest uh, uh, item in the sustainability agenda. Mm-hmm. Chemical companies, of course, it is a very big one. Uh, but together with circular economy, circular economy is in, is is uh, relatively uh, more important for chemical companies than for energy companies for a number of reasons that we will see. In a minute, but starting for the first uh, with the first point, you know, climate change and uh, decarbonization. Yeah. Um, chemical companies are, are, of course, are big emitters, uh, and uh, when you take particularly scope one, scope two, these are big uh, uh, emission uh, centers, the, the facilities, the you know, the big uh, manufacturing plants they have. Um, I, I think they are on a similar path like energy companies. The, the maturity we see that most of the companies have announced uh, targets, uh, 2040, 2050 targets for, for emission reduction. Most, and, and this is a kind of in line with what also the big energy companies have been doing. Um, I think the challenge for, uh, I think for chemical companies now is uh, how we gonna disclose that. I mean, because of course there is a, a matter of ambition, the ambition, uh, uh, yeah. I think a, a large number of chemical companies have announced their ambition. Not all of them. So there's still uh, some of them that are thinking to, uh, to to step up the game and uh, and announce more aggressive targets. Um, but then the point will be really how I we are going to uh, to report that and to disclose that because. Uh, um, as you know, when you put the target 2050, it's uh, is one thing, or even 2030 is one thing. But yeah. then, how are we gonna disclose in detail our 
our way doing towards that, how that will affect our strategy. Because that's a, you know, if you take, for example, the uh, task force for climate change, the TCFD disclosure framework. Yeah. It's a very important one. And I think probably is a, is a one that most companies are adopting. Uh, I mean, the implication of disclosing that is just not another reporting tool. It's not only that. Actually, you need to disclose, for example, what is important, the, the impact of having, for example, a two-degree scenario or your strategy. Yeah. There are other things that can be a bit also um, sensitive, that, for example, how your executive are compensated versus climate change targets. Yeah. No? And this can be a sensitive topic to disclose or, or many other things more related to the reporting and progress on the agenda. I think this is to me will be the major kind of uh, item is how companies will start to uh, enroll in this kind of this, this disclosure uh, disclosure path. Interesting. Yes, I think that'll be. I think that's going to be sort of dominating what's going to be coming up for chemical companies and sort of working towards decarbonisation. You know, how do you think chemical companies are sort of looking to reduce their carbon footprint? Is it sort of linked to sort of you know how to use energy more efficiently? Is that you know what what they're looking at? Yeah, yes. A big focus is uh, on uh, kind, of, kind of scope one, scope two emission that are the one kind of yeah. the closest to their uh, to their core, the one that under their control. And uh, yes, a lot of effort are on have been doing, especially in the manufacturing facilities, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think in the overall roadmap, uh, many comp- most companies have very clear what to do. So kind yeah. of the technology. So what we are going to do in uh, to, to reduce in this plant my emission. I think uh, there is still uh, a bit to go in quantifying also the economic and uh, financial impact of that. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, uh, This is great because a lot of these topics are managed by uh, the, the different engineering technology function, the technical functions, you know, and, and they're great in finding the solution. I think the solutions are there. So every, every company will know what they need to do in terms of technical. I think the, the bigger thing is to how I put this in a holistic roadmap. Yeah. That also I can quantify very also clearly and transparently the impact of my, of my competitiveness and performance. I think that is what uh, is a, I, we found is a step which most companies have not yet, uh, uh, they're still working on. Yeah, not clearly signed out. And I think just before we go into circular economy, I mean, I think technology is going to be key, isn't it, for these companies? Um, indeed, indeed. Technology will be key and there will be some innovation uh, going forward. Uh, but I I had the feel that most companies have an idea, a very good okay. idea of what could do. No, the what to do is more the how to do it because, uh, you know, now the, I, there is a lot of, for example, plants by the different plants and so on. But, you know, when you put everything in a holistic roadmap uh, with a number attached to it as well. Yes. Uh, uh, that's where this holistic roadmap I have not seen in many cases yet. Interesting. Great. Well, um, let's go on to, you know, the you know, circular economy. And that's very special for the, you know, the chemical industries and the FMCG brands. Um, so sort of two points we can look at, but sort of first of all is, you know, developing a strategy um, and, you know, What's the sort of issue here that you feel, especially for chemical companies, what they have to look at, sort of recycling products? You know, interesting to hear your points. Yes. No, indeed. You know, having a clear strategy is the first step. You know, how we can uh, reduce, uh, reuse or recycle that is Mm -hmm. more relevant for chemical companies. That is very, that is very important. Uh, Here in the, uh, of course, circular economy uh, for the, for the company that uh, produce plastics is key today. You know, yes. with, the, uh, 
with all the, also the, the media coverage and the, and the pressure from the, uh, from the media on the topic of uh, pollution in the ocean and so on. So, I mean, the circular economy is, very, is a very key topic for chemical industry mm-hmm. and it's completely different you know, from the, the topic that you would have, for example, in oil and gas industry. Okay. Uh, so for, for chemical, this is absolutely critical, also critical in the eyes of, uh, of clients, partners, yeah. consumers. Uh, this is, uh, is equally, equally important to climate change and decarbonization. Now, I think in, in circular economy, I mean, we have two, two challenges to take on for chemical companies. One yeah. is, a, is, a, is a purely, I would say, the technical one. So how, how are we going to recycle uh, kind of my um, my polymers and so on. This, this is one topic, yeah. uh, and we're gonna we're gonna come back to that. But the other things, how I play in the broader ecosystem, because that's uh, is not a technical thing. It's more kind of a it's more kind of a business ecosystem related question. But it's not yet clear what will be the role of the different uh, players between the fast mover consumer goods companies. Or, uh, or for example, the chemical companies, or all the players in between. So, what are, what would be the relative uh, uh, roles in this, in this broader ecosystem? And I will give you some some examples. Sure. That's, that's interesting. Uh, starting, I mean, let, let's maybe with the first point on the technical side. Absolutely. Technical side, uh, you know, mechanical recycling has been there for uh, for ages, and uh, and and it will be, will have a big role in the future. No question about that. Uh, but for for chemical companies, mechanical recycling, uh, you know, can be sometimes a challenge, especially to guarantee the co- a consistent quality of uh, of recyclates. You know, because the the quality of of uh, mechanical recycle kind of plastics depends on, on the intake on the on the on the, yeah. on the plastic waste, and that sometimes you cannot guarantee always the consistency or the same quality and so on, and that creates a lot of challenges for who has to provide a stable, reliable supply of, uh, of, of, new, of new resins. Of course, that's in the context that chemical companies have a role in recycling, but there can be other players in the ecosystem might do that. But still, yeah. it, it's a big challenge. It is a big challenge. Yeah. That's why I see a lot of, uh, uh, I would not call experiments anymore, because I think now the technology is quite consolidated, but about chemical recycling. Okay. Because chemical recycling offer a key advantage, you know, you uh, you can basically guarantee a very consistent quality of resins that are basically equivalent to the to virgin resins, uh, and that's a key advantage. That uh, and also you can still leverage a lot. I mean, still have uh, um, kind of uh, I would say big plants that you know will will you be able to kind of also to. Uh, to mix recyclates with virgin resin and so on. So, I mean, this is an important, uh, is an important uh, part. I see that emerging more and more. Uh, the, the, only, the only question mark is about, uh, you know, it's still uh, so quite a lot of energy because it needs to be done quite high yeah. temperature. Uh, okay. So this, this is a challenge today. Um, but I see chemical recycling possibly becoming increasingly important for uh, for chemical for chemical companies where actually they could play a key role in, the, in that that's interesting so you're sort of saying it's sort of you know chemical cycling technology sort of you know gaining traction it's getting refined getting improved i mean obviously there will be challenges um with you know yeah. use of energy okay super and sort of now sort of 
tying into you know going back to you know the ecosystem and um you know building the right ecosystem and you know you sort of mentioned that before and i think that's obviously going to be key for chemical players um do you want to touch a bit more on that absolutely absolutely you know the, the big uh, the big consumer brands have now very uh, ambitious targets for yeah. uh, to to guarantee a certain percentage of use of uh, of recycled plastic in the packaging and uh, etc so what will be the role of chemical companies in that you know they will uh, they will be the one uh, um supplying the full thing they will supply both kind of already recycled plastic plus virgin raisins maybe also providing uh, expertise on uh, on on how to best uh, to best process them to get a very high performance packaging you know is that will be the role or will be just the one who will provide virgin raisins somebody else will provide uh, uh the, the recyclates and somebody else will do the yeah. uh the steps in in the middle uh all be the fast mover consuming goods we see already quite few uh plants about even the chemical recycling i was mentioning before yeah. in which fast moving consumer goods actually are partners are shareholder in those uh-huh. uh in, in those business because even for them kind of mechanical chemical recycling is quite an advantage because they can have uh, a consistent quality of raising coming out, right? Um, so we, what will be the role of chemical companies? That is, uh, is something that is still uh, open, is an open question. Mm-hmm. But to me, it is crucial because depending on the role, the I mean, the value pools that are at stake are quite, are quite large. So who will be able to position themselves in that ecosystem? And I think uh, just by mentality, by culture, chemical companies are typically used to be very good manufacturing companies. Now, engineering is very good. They're very, they're kind of very good, kind of also, of course, sales and marketing, B2B and so on. But I would say this ability to carve out kind of new business model. At the end, we're talking about a completely new business model. Yeah. I mean, is, is something uh, um, that, uh, that, that they probably to step up a bit the game if you want to play a bigger, bigger role in the ecosystem. Yeah, and that's sort of sort of what you're saying is you know there's some sort of opportunities out there, and so, you know partnering with you said the far, uh, FMCG brands sort of it's sort of creating a sort of full circular ecosystem that you know that there are opportunities out there for the chemical companies. That's what you sort of see there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You need to be you need to help to close the loop, and uh, and you need to basically to make as many steps as possible in that loop because that's where you can uh, appropriate new new value pools because you see. Uh, uh, people think that the, the recycling can just be a, a threat to chemical companies, right? right. And uh, in reality, you still be you still require a lot of virgin raisins. That will always be required to because uh, to guarantee certain performance or certain uh, properties. Uh, and apart from that, uh, all all these acti- all these activities between having a plastic waste to to having a new kind of packaging, yeah. we are see the emergence. Of what we call the new these new value pools, there is new yeah. plays that have margin and profits, uh, and uh, and chemical companies might could offset, for example, uh, lower lower kind of volumes of uh, virgin raisins, if of course circular economy picks up and accelerate, yeah. with uh, playing a bigger role in these other value pools, and that could be a great uh, great and healthy from. Uh, also from the world, the way of uh, growing their business uh, while ensuring this becoming the guardians 
of this of the sustainability or closing this uh, circularity. Yeah, interesting. And sort of you know, going back to obviously the title. So having talked through all of this, the you know sustainability is going to be a really key issue for the coal chemical industry. But you're also sort of saying. There are challenges, but there are a lot of opportunities for the chemical companies um, out there to sort of take sustainability on board and really, you know, how they can take themselves forward with sustainability. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. We, we see that. I mean, I, I would be surprised for the chemical companies not to have sustainability in the top two or top three items in their strategic on the CO agenda. Super. And um, just, you know, before we go, I mean, what um sort of see we're 2021 now um you know what sort of the impact of COVID-19 then on um you know either bringing the issue of sustainability up for chemical companies what what would you say I mean obviously a lot of you know countries around the world are you know really heavily going on a vaccination program so there's you know some light at the end of the tunnel but I wonder what um your viewpoint of um, how COVID-19 has impacted not the chemical industry but connected to sustainability yeah, no, indeed. I, I think I think from a cultural perspective, I think if, I think people realize the importance of plastics that uh, had, for example, in the pandemic. Uh, I mean, if you just think all the you know kind of respirator, the kind of the the pumps, the mask, or the gloves. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think that's it was a, I think was a, was good for the general public because, of course, who work in the sector knows that. But for general plastics, to recognize the importance of plastics that has in our day-to-day life. Uh, at the same time, there has been an acceleration on um, on the sustainability topics in all of them, decarbonization, yeah. but also circular economy, and that is interesting. And uh, and I think that uh, creates a perfect uh, stage. Uh, for exactly for chemical company to play a bigger role because all of a sudden now the public recognize importance of plastic, recognize importance of circular economy, and uh, and this is healthy for the chemical industry. Actually, I think COVID had a good, uh, I mean, a positive impact at, at least in terms of perception. Uh, uh, but chemical companies need to accelerate the way and they step up the, the role they want to play in the in this uh, circular loop. But uh, I think at the overall. Uh, uh, importance for chemicals recognize, uh, but and on the other side, they request more to do more in circular economy. Super. Well, thanks a lot, Marco. Really interesting to get your insights into the, you know, the, the real impact that um, sustainability is having for the whole chemical industry. But importantly, on what they need to do, you know, strategies going forward, the technology angle as well. Um, so, really appreciate all your input and. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening to this Pipeline podcast with Boston Consulting Group. I look forward to bringing you more insightful conversations soon.